Welcome to the Simwits Podcast. My name is Paul Hill. I'm joined today by my co-host, Ryan Fisher. What's up, everybody? Today, we're going to be talking about race etiquette and getting ready for your first race. So, Ryan, I'm just going to jump right into this. What's the first thing you wish you knew before you started racing? The solo lobby capability that iRacing has is very underutilized, I feel like. Maybe I'm wrong in saying that. I personally feel like it's underutilized. I feel like people practice more in public lobbies than solo lobbies. So I would say go into solo lobbies first and get all of your hot keys and make sure like make sure your hot keys are working and make sure all your pedals are working, make sure your graphic settings are how you want them. Make sure your FOV is correct. Everything we've talked about in previous episodes, all of that has now culminated into this moment. So make sure everything is right and use a solo lobby because if you go into a public lobby and your wheel disconnects and you're out on track and your wheel disconnects and it turns right and I'm beside you potentially and you turn into me, I have a direct drive wheel and I can potentially physically harm myself with it because you didn't have the foresight or didn't know and it cost me a, a physical injury. So use a solo lobby to get your, your ducks in a row. Is there anything yeah. else that you would do differently, Paul? I wouldn't really do it differently. I mean, I feel like that's definitely... Step one, I didn't utilize test drive either. It's so basically just to give you guys a brief summary on how to get there. You click on the Go Racing tab on the test drive UI, uh, or the test drive, the iRacing UI. You click on test drive. You pick your race. You pick your car. You're good to go. It loads you in. That easy. Um, but I never utilized it. I saw the giant button, never clicked it, always went into a public lobby as well. Definitely something I should have done. Because the big thing that I see advantage out of a test drive lobby is learn the track. You can actually get on the track, not have to stress about the guy behind you or in front of you spinning out or running into you because you're you're just trying to figure out where you need to break, what sequence of turns are coming, and things like that, especially as a rookie driver. So getting out on a track all by yourself before you even hit a public lobby is huge. And something I think is underutilized as well. So I wouldn't really say I would do anything different. I would just try to focus on using that time to learn the track as well. I would also like to add one thing here. This is this is a good advice, but don't use it as a crutch because then you're hurting yourself. But it's okay if you're completely new to a track. It's okay to use the racing line and use the, their braking points to get around the track and learn your marks for your braking points and your marks for your turn in and where the track goes and everything. And you can turn it off and start turning laps and gaining speed. And maybe you want to just check how you... I've changed your line compared to the optimal line that iRacing says. You can turn it back on and and check that and basically get a real-time feedback of, hey, this is how much I've changed the line and I've gained this much speed. So use it as a crutch, but 
there is potential to use it as a learning opportunity. I've never really used Racing Line too much in my time on iRacing, besides like the Nurburgring when I was a rookie, actually, was the one time I used it. Like Ryan said, it's a very helpful tool that's in the game for a reason. So much controversy around this because you go into any Facebook lobby and someone records their race and they see the racing lines on. No one cares that you just won that race by 15 seconds and just did a perfect race. They're going to be bullying you about the race line, which is so silly. We're not here to do that. You do have to be careful because it can make you slow as you get faster. You're not going to be able to find time and find a method that works for you because you're just going to utilize that line in front of you. So it can be a very dangerous crutch, like Ryan said. But as a new guy, it can also just make your experience so much more pleasurable because you're not just lost spinning out in the first three turns for 45 minutes. So use it. Use it carefully. Don't use it all the time. And don't feel bad because even when I came back from my hiatus, I still had to use the racing line when I first came back because I, I could literally couldn't keep it on track. So don't feel bad. Even someone like myself has to use it sometimes too. It's, it's simply a tool. Okay, Ryan. So you've, you've learned the track. You've learned how not to be a pest. You get to, the, you get to that point. You're ready to hit a public practice lobby. I'm going to touch real quick on how to get there. We're trying to make this not super, super annoying, but it can sometimes be confusing running the UIs. So basically how you get to the practice lobby, guys, is you're going to click on Go Racing, Series List. Don't use Up Next. That's a confusing. I don't even know why that's a tab. Use Series List. You can go on there. You can filter it in any which way you like. I recommend doing the Eligible tab and then whatever discipline of racing you're trying to do and then it's basically going to put up nice pretty images of the racetrack and the car and you'll be able to click on rookie series Mazda Miata hop right into whatever it is this week once you've done that Ryan what's the first thing you do when you hop in a practice lobby the first thing I'll do when I when I hop in a practice lobby is in this case we're hopping into a rookie lobby recognize that it's a rookie lobby and recognize all the drivers are around you are also around the same caliber of driver that you are so it's going to be mayhem so just survive and i'm gonna add to this too don't get frustrated if you're slow if you hop in there and you've been running a minute 35 seconds around a racetrack and you see the top time is a minute 29 don't freak out that guy might be an a-class licensed guy with a 5000 i rating playing on a rookie account that he made for giggles or it could still be a guy in a class because anyone can hop in those lobbies and practice so don't freak out and don't get frustrated with yourself if your times are kind of way off pace just use it as room to grow yeah you're a rookie you're there everything is a learning experience so just keep your head up enjoy your progression because that's the fun part yeah you're starting to hit the fun stuff now you're in a practice lobby you're around people make sure too though i will mention as you're getting into this lobby, if you are way off pace, make sure you leave a little bit of a gap between you leaving the pits and the guy behind you already on the track and in front of you. You know, leave a nice little two, three, four second buffer if you can. You know, sometimes it doesn't pan out that way. But try to do that. 
just so you have a little bit of space to kind of get your bearings. Yeah, and you can also use that as a way to have a faster driver catch you and maybe check their line and see if they do anything differently. Like, Paul, when someone faster passes you, what's your thought process? Because that's, I feel like that's pretty good insight for a, a new driver hearing their insight and their thought process getting past when it's a veteran like you. Yeah, for sure. So first things first, if a veteran like myself or Ryan catches you, make sure you're predictable for us. I am going to say that. Don't, this is, I mean, this is the bane of existence for rookie drivers, right? Some guy catches you, you feel like they're trying to bully you out of the way. We're not trying to. We just want you to run your race, run your line, and we'll work our way around you. Don't freak out. Be predictable. Be consistent. Don't break earlier than normal. Don't break later than normal. Just run the pace you've been running. So I'm going to start by saying that. And then once we do pass you, just kind of kind of watch our lines. Whenever a faster, because there's always bigger fish, so whenever a faster guy passes me, I always try to just keep up with him one turn at a time. I look at kind of, I keep running my line, right? I don't change what I'm doing, but I see where they're breaking and I log that and then try to apply it in the next lap because it's practice, right? It doesn't matter if I spin out. So I don't try to immediately change things, but I try to keep up enough to watch them through a whole lap and then apply what I saw and see how it feels and try to find a middle ground. Yeah, I'd say that's about the same thought process that I go through. Sometimes maybe I'll try and mimic their their lap if I'm at a track I'm comfortable with and they're faster and I'm like, well, I feel like I've gotten everything I've I've got to get out of the car. How are they f- faster than me? So in that circumstance, I'll I'll go off the path per se and try just running right behind them. But yeah, it's just a different way and a different thought process. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, everyone learns and develops differently. As you can see, me and Ryan have almost identical lap times and and things, but we have different ways of attacking it. So find what's kind of comfortable for you, but definitely don't think you know best. Do try to observe other people around you and see where they're maybe pulling on you, getting away from you, you're gaining on them. You know, just be observant of the cars around you. It's practice for a reason. Use that time to practice and, and pick up information. Yeah, you can also use practice to practice putting yourself in situations that you may find yourself in in race situations. Oh, for sure. And and take chances too. Now, I'm not saying be reckless and you know, like we said in the previous podcast, don't don't be respectful to the people around you. Don't be a bully to be a bully. But, you know, it's practice. It doesn't really matter, you know, your your contact marks and stuff don't mean anything at this point so try to drive closer try to break a little later try to position yourself a little bit better in a turn keeping up with somebody you spin out it's not a big deal you you bump them a little bit they might be a little annoyed with you but it's the internet who cares you know you're trying to grow as a driver you're going to have to make those mistakes at some point yeah and to kind of side note off that if you have your your mic properly set up you could come on the on the mic and be like hey i'm sorry i didn't mean to hit you i'm new 
you can use that as a way to kind of let the other drivers know who is basically what skill level and you let them know your skill level right there by just asking questions and i don't i think that's a good thing to good thing to talk about be yeah, respectful they give you on a, chat and you'll get respect back they give you a mic for a reason so use it you know ask questions if you're really struggling and you're just getting you feel like you're over your head you can't figure out what's going on ask them hey man where are you breaking what brake marker are you using and they might have some weird obscure answer for you that you never thought of or they're like oh, there's a patch of dirt on the right and you're, because the brake markers don't line up with where you need to brake in the car, which happens a lot. It's real life. It happens in real life too. You're braking between boards, as we call it. So, you know, get their insight. See what they're looking at to get their brake markers and ask questions and be respectful and respect will be given back nine times out of ten. I mean, you always have that guy, but nine times out of ten, everyone's really cool in the community, so... Yeah, and you can use that as as a way to make friends and just make a little community. It's a good way to to reach out. It's useful. It really is. Very useful. So yeah, I mean, just be respectful. I mean, when it comes to practice lobbies, there's not really much else you can do besides practice. So I think that kind of concludes this episode for us today. This one's kind of a short one, guys, but race hard, race smart, and have a good night. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. Later.